the mentors welcome back to the mentors welcome back to the mentors hello and welcome back to the mentors this is vadim and sergey and this is a weekly segment called the five minute pick me up where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come and this week, yes, we're going to tell you how to get on national TV for all of you folks that want your five minutes in the spotlight. There is a way to do it. There is a hack, if you will. Okay, no, this might not work for everybody, but it nothing did, is guaranteed. Nothing is life. guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. But we do have a really cool story about it. And here's what happened literally this week. This Wednesday, Sergey and I got up at six thirty in the morning. I pinged him. I made sure that he was up. And if you guys don't know, we're not really. I'm not a morning person per se, Sergey. Kind yeah, of, maybe a little. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to be more of morning people. Don't love it, but I, I do like it sometimes. And I'm trying to become, yeah, just yeah. like you said, trying to become more of a morning person because when I wake up early, I do love it. But it's still there's still some resistance there. I just tend to do work at around midnight sometimes and then I'll stay up till one and then I want to chill a little bit or something, watch some Netflix to wind down the day or read and oftentimes then I'll go to sleep really late and obviously then I'm not waking up in the morning. But this week we did wake up at 6.30 in the morning and why? Even though I had a full packed day of teaching ahead and Sergey had a bunch of stuff to do as well, we needed to be at ABC Studios on 63rd and West Side Highway by 8 a.m. in the dressing room where our friend, our good friend Andrew, was going to be on national television. He's going to be on a show called Dr. Oz. Now, Dr. Oz has been running, I think, on Fox and ABC for the last 11 years. He actually used to be on Oprah. Yeah, if you remember this guy who was a doctor on the Oprah show, it turns out later on he spun off and got his own show called Dr. Oz. You may or may not watch it. It's on Fridays at 1 p.m., so not everyone uh, can watch that show. But it is a nationally syndicated TV show. And so our friend Andrew was able to bring some friends along. We thought it would be pretty cool to see him on TV and also get to hang out near the producers while they were shooting the recording in front of a live audience. So we came by, and it was obviously really, really fun. Uh, Andrew had a whole segment they did about, I think the shooting itself, all the different parts of the segment took about, what, 30, 40 minutes? Yeah, no more than half hour. And, you know, Dr. Oz is kind of a regular guy. I mean, you recognize him because you've seen him before. But when he's standing in front of you or when you see him deliver his lines, he's just like you and me. He makes mistakes. He actually made several mistakes during the shoots. They had to reshoot. And, uh, you know, the, most people even that you see on TV, they're just like you and me. Yeah, and we waited with our friend uh, and a few other folks in the dressing room while he was getting dressed, while they were putting makeup on him and everything. And then we hung out, like we said, near the producers. And it was really fun for us. And on Friday, that episode aired. So I was fortunate enough that in the middle of the day, I was able to take a few hours off. And my friend came over and we watched him on TV uh, on Friday. And here's the funny thing. The topic of conversation on that show was about poop. It was about poop. It was about poop. Now, you might be wondering and asking yourself, why was your friend on the Dr. Oz show to talk about poop? Who is your friend? Who is this mysterious guy who apparently is a poop expert? So a bunch of years ago, I think maybe even at this point, 
seven, eight years ago when our friend first moved to New York City, he developed this very interesting hobby where he would review bathrooms in New York City. He actually started doing it before even moving to New York. He lived in Rhode Island at the time and he would take the bus. He actually went all around Times Square to all the different bathrooms, review them. He had a whole system going and he wrote a book about it, actually. <laughs> he, I don't know if he ever published that book, but that was the first time that he thought of doing it and years later after moving to new york and living here for years he's been here for now about nine years he decided i want to revive my bathroom review idea and turn it into an instagram page and call it pooper's guide he thought let me try turning it into an instagram page because that's the fastest way i can get this content to people show photos of bathrooms in the city so that they know where to go what's accessible and what's clean maybe later i can turn it into a book or a website or an app or something else so the first lesson in how to stand out from the crowd is to do something niche and unique and you better bet that there weren't a lot of people that were interested in reviewing bathrooms in the city but there was a lot of utility for that because if you're a tourist or even if you're not a tourist, if you're someone like me that has a small bladder and you want to know places where you can hop in to use the bathroom, like hotels or coffee shops or restaurants, this guide is actually really helpful. So when he started that Instagram page, he built up a pretty decent following, a few thousand followers. And another thing that happened from that exercise is he started getting covered by some local publications that wanted to write about this. Yeah, and he Actually, they weren't even local publications. They were pretty big publications that were writing about New York. And when he started, he knew he wanted to grow the account, so he didn't just start posting content on there. He would reach out to other smaller Instagram accounts and ask them to share and post that he would do this on a daily basis he would follow people he would comment on people's content now this strategy now may not work quite as well on instagram the commenting and following and stuff like that but uh two years ago when he started this account it worked really really well and he started to build up an engaged user base and certain blogs and publications started to notice and when he got covered by a few small publications a few bigger ones picked that up and sort of republished it as well and it kind of built up a little bit more of a following but this was always a side project a passion project for him he did maybe want to eventually publish another book that would be a little bit more mainstream there were some other ideas for how he could monetize this concept but it wasn't something that he was really actively working on every single day that said because he had that credibility from those third parties, right, these publications, because uh, he had done something that was pretty niche that people actually valued a couple of, I think like three weeks ago or so, somebody reached out to him on Instagram. And she said that she's a producer with the Dr. Oz show and that they'd love to have him on the show for a segment. Now, he already had some videos up on his Instagram page as well. So she got to see his personality a little bit. She got to see the fact that there were publications that wrote about him as well and decided to ask him on the show because clearly he was somewhat of an expert on this topic. Now, look, of course there was some luck involved here. The Dr. Oz show is based in New York. My friend is based in New York. They happen to be doing a segment on bathrooms and the cleanliness of bathrooms in the city. And they Googled around and they found this single person. There's not a lot of experts in the city who can talk about this topic. They found this single person who happened to be to fit exactly what they needed. So it was a little bit serendipitous. 
But because it was Nature, because he had that credibility, he was the one that they reached out to, not somebody else. And when Dr. Oz introduced him on the show, he said he's the world expert in this. So clearly they saw him as somebody that knew what he was talking about. And whose, whose content has gone viral online. That's literally how they introduced the episode. <laughs> exactly. At first, our friend actually was going to ignore that message from the producer because he thought it was spam, right? I mean, we get spam even for the mentors quite a lot. Sometimes people just reach out asking for things so he thought this was somebody BSing him and he was gonna ignore it but he decided you know what I'm gonna respond and that day she called him she said are you available next Thursday and Friday uh, for a shoot with Dr. Oz in the field where they go undercover to review some bathrooms and then we'll also have you come in and film in front of a live studio audience and it all literally came together within a matter of weeks last Wednesday we came in for the taping in front of the live audience and by Friday it was already released on national television and broadcast to the world. So the takeaway there is obviously this is one formula for potentially getting on TV. But when you do something that is relatively niche and when you do something that other people value, couple that with credibility, you then are seen as an expert and you can start getting opportunities like getting written up about and maybe even getting on national television. What we know, at least in our experience with PR, public relations, and media is that the only way you're going to get media attention is if you are doing something that is worth talking about. It's either fun or interesting or unique or weird or gross or whatever it is, but it's a story that somebody wants to tell. Pooper's Guide, in and of itself, is already a funny and unique and cool brand. And our friend has a unique and fun personality. And that's probably one of the main reasons why he ended up getting a little bit lucky and getting on TV when the pieces of the puzzle kind of all fell into place. So hopefully this motivates you to think about ways that you can create a unique you. And if you have something that you've been thinking about that's a little bit weird or odd, maybe you're a little shy about it and you don't want to post it or create it because you think people will make fun of you or judge you, think of this story, right? Remember the story and remember that just because you're doing something that maybe others think is not necessarily normal, doesn't mean, in fact, it might be a good indicator that it's going to get attention somewhere. So subscribe to Pooper's Guide on Instagram. And remember, you do you. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. That's it for a five-minute pick-me-up. Hope you have a wonderful week ahead. If you thought this was a cool episode, please click share and send it to at least one friend, even if it's on WhatsApp or on text. We'd really, really appreciate it. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, this is actually kind of making me want to poop now. Yeah, alright, fine. Pumpkin, you wanna join me for the poop? Okay.